Now, for the liturgical purists, please note that I have violated liturgical law. I have not used the gospel reading for the vigil of Pentecost, but rather the gospel reading for the Pentecost mass of the day. And those who are upset by my, uh, by my effrontery, you may call the bishop's office at 1-866-790-0014. Now you might ask, why are you using a different gospel reading than the one prescribed? Because Jesus' words in this gospel text make it so beautifully clear. There is a unique gift of the Holy Spirit given to all who struggle to be his disciples. It isn't flashy, but it is the greatest gift, the greatest possible gift, to guide us into the truth. The truth about what? The truth about God and the person of the Father that he is the origin of all that exists, that he's outside of time and space, that he, unlike the pagan gods, is completely free from any obligation to create, that he is not tied to what he creates, and he does not need what he creates. And this reveals the truth that our God creates for one reason and one reason only, out of love. That was in ancient times, and it is today among modern pagans, a theologically revolutionary concept. The truth about God in the person of the Son, that he has always been one with the Father, that he has all the authority and the power of his Father, and through his sacrificial death on the cross, has destroyed the separation that man has created between himself and God through sin. Every human being, then, is called into a powerful, personal, intimate, dynamic relationship with Jesus and with Jesus, with the Father. The truth about God and the person of the Holy Spirit, that he has always been active in creation, and when man had the breath of life breathed into him, that the Holy Spirit is the source of prophecy through the millennia, offering hope and confidence in God's providential love, most especially when the world insists that hope is useless. The truth about the human person, that unlike any other creature, we are uniquely made, designed, in the love and the image of God, which ultimately means one thing. Every human being has infinite worth. We are not divine by nature, but by nature we are so amazingly constituted to receive God, to apprehend the work of God in the world, in our lives and in the lives of others. In a wonderful collection called the JPS Torah Commentary, a Jewish scholar named Mr. Nahum Sara, in his commentary on the book of Genesis, writes, every human being bears witness to the activity of God in the life of the world. This awareness inevitably entails an awesome responsibility and imposes a code of living that conforms with the consciousness of that fact.
the Christian couldn't agree more. The Holy Spirit is constantly reminding us of the truth that every man and woman is a free moral agent who authentically expresses his or her humanity in moral actions towards others that reflect the divine dignity one is endowed with and the divine dignity of the other. And one of the greatest moral actions is to discern the truth together, to support each other as we struggle to live according to the truth, to form a society that is based on truth. It is here, however, we run into a problem, and it's a very ancient one. It's not new by any means. Recall that when Jesus stood before Pontius Pilate and said, Everyone who belongs to the truth listens to my voice. Pilate said what? What is truth? Pilate, like many today, was a cynic. Pilate would be very comfortable in today's climate in which truth is pretty much whatever we each want it to be. The inevitable result, of course, which no one wants to consider, is that if everyone's truth is equal, if everyone's truth is valid, then there is no truth. And such a society cannot stand for very long. It will either collapse into various tribal groups, or an elitist group will gain control of the immensely coercive powers of government to enforce their truths with no toleration for discussion, let alone dissent. The antidote for the chaos that has been infecting so many Western societies, including our own, is to recapture the truths that every human being is of infinite worth, that every human being is a free moral agent whose life is a witness to the power of God in the world, or at least has the potential to be such a witness and that one is most authentically human to the extent he or she struggles to live according to those truths. And this is precisely why the Lord sent the Holy Spirit to us. Will we, however, have the wisdom and the necessary humility to be guided by the truth? Or will we insist that truth will be what we each think it ought to be? <laughs>